Welcome to A Teacher, A Dean, and Reviews from the Screen, and Middle School Hallways. Hey everyone, I'm Jeremy Dunn. And I'm Sean Branch. Welcome to our first podcast, A Teacher, A Dean, and Reviews from the Screen, and Middle School Hallways. We are very excited to use this podcast to share our film reviews, experiences in education, and bring in special guests to entertain our wonderful listening audience. Yeah, I I don't know how people talk us into doing this, but it's about to happen. Give the people what they want. (laughs) So as educators, and more importantly as Christians, we believe it's important to use the platform uh, to glorify God, celebrate blessings, and acknowledge prayer needs for our listeners. With this in mind, uh, we'll open every podcast in a word of prayer. All right, so let's pray. All right. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for this beautiful opportunity that we have to not only have fun, talk about movies we love, talk about movies we don't love, and also just use this as a platform to talk about you. Uh, We just thank you uh, for GCA and families and friends and and health and wellness, and we just pray that this is uh, a blessing to, to others. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. All right. Well, I think we've decided that the format for our podcast is going to be every week. We're going to have like a theme. Uh, And this week's theme is going to be with the recognition of the start of 2024. I think you and I are going to talk about our top three films that begin a series or trilogy. Yes, uh, this was something there was lots of ways we could have gone for our first uh, outing at this. And this is uh, this is a good topic for our first outing. I like this. one. I really do. And how's back to school been? Well, I tell you, January is tough on teachers. And I think January is tough on students. And it is uh, cold. It is dark. It is long. And the days are short. And it's back to school. And you it's hard to see the light at the end of the tunnel that is spring break but i will say this start of this second semester has been better than most second semester starts in my in my career i I think i've noticed our kids were reading lion witch in the wardrobe right now and i kind of realized that like coming back from christmas break is like narnia it's like cold (laughs) you don't want to be there it's dark like there's no end in sight strange creatures are coming out of the woods to greet you everyone's coming out so I, I think we're ready. I think we're good. Let's kick this off. Uh, let's start with you. What We're going to do top three films that begin a series or trilogy. Now, before we begin, I think it's important to know that we are defining this as it has to be a series or trilogy of movies. So something that has just two features in, I don't think is falling, falls into this category. Yeah. I mean, most of you that know me, Maverick is a really great movie, in my opinion. And I just, well, number one, it's not the first. And number two, it's out of two films. That's, that's yes. hard to do. So We're not including anything that was a made-for-TV movie or any television show or any streamlining TV show. Um, and we're not including, I, I did not include in my list any reboots. So, That's so good. there are sequels, prequels, like it's a series yeah. of, okay. I totally agree with that. Okay. So let's kick this off. What, uh, let's have you start. What are your top three films that begin a series or trilogy? Well, this is tough because there was a lot of angles to play and I just kept thinking, and it was actually on TV the other night coming in at number three for me in the top three, it'd be Creed. It's a great uh, movie. Michael B. Jordan, Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> 
originally when you hear the concept i thought it was a terrible idea same we're gonna reboot the rocky series right like what are you doing what are you doing (laughs) you know michael b jordan and sylvester stallone do not look like they fit no um and it is just such a brilliantly written movie um it's dramatic it's like action-packed it's modern it meets the current day and i michael b jordan is a Force, man. He's he's gonna be one of those. He's already a great movie star, and he's you can tell he's gonna be a movie star for for decades. Um, he's very very good at what he does, and also Ryan Coogler gets a lot of uh, yeah. credit as the director of that movie. He's gone on to direct the Black Panther Black movies, Panther. Um, and it's it's. I thought the same thing when I heard that that movie was was on the horizon. I thought, what are you doing? This is you leave Rocky alone. First of all, Rocky is uh i will go ahead and, no spoilers here uh but rocky is not on my list and and it's, it's hard it, it's like, hard and, and the rocky movies are so beloved uh, except for five which is terrible but they're so beloved that when you try to take a spin like this it could go wrong really fast i think too that's one of those movie series where it took a couple movies to get its feet mm-hmm. like Sylvester yeah. Stallone took a couple movies to get make that character, and by the time four came along, yeah, then you were like, "Oh, Rocky movies are amazing." Yes, but no one really goes back and says, "Oh, the first Rocky." But no, I loved everything about Creed. Creed's um, really good. Tessa Thompson's in it, fantastic. Uh, I obviously, like I said, Sylvester Stallone found his groove with that character. Um, just really, really solid. So, well and they done. went on to make two more. That were also good. So, that were also very good movies. Uh, my second one, my last two choices here, you immediately go back to those movies from your childhood. And yep. as a parent now, I don't know if I'd let my own kid watch this stuff. <laughs> well, let's, like, let's, let's, let's remind ourselves era. that PG back then and meant something was, different. Di- was different than PG. Um, but coming in at number two for me was the original Ghostbusters. It's one of my all-time favorite um, movies. It was just, it was it was like the first action comedy yes. where you could watch it. And, like, this is a summer popcorn action movie, but it's really funny. And probably for me, a staple Bill Murray movie. Yeah. Like staple Bill Murray. Ernie Hudson slides in there really mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. Like Rick Moranis, Sigourney Weaver. It just plays really, really well. And I can sit down in 2024 and still appreciate it. Like solid, solid oh, movie. Yeah. It is for me. Ghostbusters is one of Harold Ramis. Harold Ramis. Yeah. Uh, that that movie is directed by Ivan Reitman, and it is uh, not. It's one of my. I didn't include it on my list because I knew you were including it on yours, <laughs> and so I. It, it's one of my all-time favorite movies. It's so funny. It's so good, and uh, and it changed, like you said, it changed kind of movies in the eight summer blockbusters in the eighties, which became. Uh, action slash comedy, like you said. So then, in the wake of Ghostbusters, you had movies like Beverly Hills Cop, mm-hmm. and and so that's then that became a whole thing, and so it kind of created its own genre. Yeah, it did. And, I would agree. And so Ghostbusters, I agree with you. That's a good choice here. And I didn't even mention Dan Aykroyd. I mean, Dan Aykroyd he has so it. many one-liners in that. Yeah, I, I love that he and Harold Ramis wrote that movie. Oh, it's fantastic. Yeah. Um. Number one, I didn't even have to flinch about Back to the Future. Also one of my favorites. I, I am one of those people. I loved all three of them. 
Mm -hmm. um, but that original Back to the Future, man. Oh yeah. Seven, eight years old, seeing that movie, like everyone wanted to be Michael J. Fox. Yes. Like he, that is the epitome of like the '80s guy. Like, yeah. if you're not some star athlete, you wanted to be Michael J. Fox. Yeah. And that start to that movie in the house with the dog food, and then Marty plugging into the amp, and just oh, like it's fantastic. Just it's it's fantastic. a there are you know you know me well enough to know that I rate movies on a scale from one to ten, and I include decimal points. And there are very few movies that I consider to be a ten out of ten. And for me, Back to the Future is a ten out of ten. It's oh, a, easily. it's a perfect movie. Easily, there are things today that first of all, my favorite uh, character and actor in that movie is Christopher Lloyd, Lloyd who plays Doc Brown. Oh, Doc Emmett Brown. He's amazing. Iconic role for It's him. his best role ever. And he's one of my favorite actors. And But for me, I will go back and watch that movie years later, 40 years later, and I will still catch things that I have never caught. So, for example, my favorite thing that I just caught a few years ago that someone pointed out to me is the mall where they test out the DeLorean. Twin Pines. It's the Twin Pines Mall when, uh, when he goes back in time. Mm -hmm. As soon as he goes back in time, he runs over a pine tree. Where that mall, there was an, a field where that mall was. When he comes back to mm -hmm. the future, it's called Lone Pine yeah. Mall. And it's got <laughs> one tree. I, I did not notice that for 30 years. It's, it's a brilliant movie. Uh, that's a great choice for number one. I mean, so many other films came from Back to the Future. Like, fantastic. Can't, can't top that one in my book. The music. The, the acting, it's great. It's, oh, it's Huey fantastic. Lewis in the News. Huey Lewis in the News. Huey Lewis in the News. That was something the sequels were missing, but I also like the sequels. Sequels were good. Yeah. It's hard to recapture something that solid. Yeah, yeah. All right, let's hear it, Sean. What do you got? Okay, so uh, I'm going to, for, for people that know me and they know there's going to be in my top three a couple movies that are of no surprise, and then there's one that might be a surprise. All right. So I'm going to start with number three. For me, uh, is I'm a child of the '80s, and so I'm gonna ride that '80s train, and I'm gonna say Raiders of the Lost Ark. That that's a great one. And I'm using the actual title, Raiders of the Lost Ark. It has since been changed to Indiana Jones and the Raiders of the Lost Ark. But back, if you can imagine, there was a time when Indiana Jones did not exist. But he, that character, and that those storylines were the brainchild of Steven Spielberg and George mm -hmm. Lucas two of the greatest filmmakers and best friends, and they came together and they produced something beautiful and amazing. Uh, talk about fun, action. Uh, it, it, it solidified Harrison Ford as my all-time favorite actor uh, because he was Han Solo, then he was Indiana Jones. Uh, and it, there's nothing, that to me, it's a perfect movie. There's nothing like it. And I also love the sequels. Uh, and by the sequels, I mean the next two. So hey, two and three. As someone that teaches history, Harrison Ford made history cool. Yes. History was cool then. Well, me and my friends all wanted to grow up to be archaeologists oh, yeah. because we thought it was going to be like Indiana Jones. <laughs> and then I get to college and I look at the forensic department and I'm like, okay. So Not interested. But another one. I mean, that film created so many other films. Yes. I mean, just that whole, the storyline, the genre, the constant like, is he too old to do this anymore? Is he aged out of it? Like, it just, yeah. yeah. Harrison Ford's fantastic. Raiders. Go back and watch Raiders if you haven't seen it in a while. It's a, it's a perfect movie. Talk about a career, too. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, every character is iconic. 
Yes. Iconic. Fantastic. All right, what's number two? My runner-up, and this is what's going to be, I think, a surprise, is that it's not my number one. Uh, but my number two film to start off a series or trilogy is Star Wars. Yeah. The OG 19, May 1977 Star Wars. Uh, it has since been renamed Star Wars Episode Four: A New Hope. But I knew it growing up as just Star Wars. And this was... Now, see, I was born in 81. This came out in 77. So I never saw this in theaters. This was... Something I grew up watching on my home TV, VCR, VHS, and I watched it over and over and over again. I have that movie memorized, and it's you know obviously it's the, one of the most popular movies ever. But I would, I dare people today, young people today, to realize, take a second and realize why is Star Wars as popular as it is? It's because of that original movie. There was a time before Star Wars when it did not exist. And it was like kind of a, the fir- one of the first blockbusters. Yeah. The term blockbuster, okay? So there were back then, in, the, in 77, there were much fewer theaters. And, e- and those theaters did not have 9, 10, 11, 17 screens. They had like two screens, right? And so people would line up around the block. They would line up around the movie theater waiting. And, they, and the theaters would only have like two, three showings a day. And so theaters were going crazy trying to meet demand. They were opening up at noon or 11 a.m. trying to get people in just because there was such a demand to see this movie. And it changed movie making forever. There were a million knockoffs that came afterwards. Um, The sequels, uh, Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi, are among my favorite movies of all time. So I, I mean, how do you how do you keep Star Wars off my list? I, I've got to have it on. You can't, and it also set the precedent for every prequel, sequel ever, because it was willing to take the chance and go, "We're going to go back and tell you what happened before," yeah, or "We're going to go way into the future ahead of time," yeah, and that completely changed movie storytelling. I also love a lot of people don't appreciate the original Star Wars, how it does not take itself too seriously. It's a lot of fun. It's one of the most fun movies ever. And, and I love, I remember hearing an interview with Mark Hamill where he's talking about Harrison Ford, where Mark Hamill's talking about how concerned he was about his hair in a scene. Yeah. And Harrison Ford makes the comment like, if they're watching it about your hair, son, no one cares. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's not that kind of movie. Not that kind of movie. That's not why they're, yeah. yeah. It, it, I will, I will uh, stand by the statement that Star Wars, um, it, it proves to me, all the Star Wars, that original trilogy, Mark Hamill, on a side note here, Mark Hamill is one of the most talented actors ever on screen. I don't but think people realize how much voice acting he's he, done. He's, he did the voice of the, he's done a lot of it. And one of my favorites is the Joker and mm-hmm. the animated 90s Batman yep. anime. But he's, he's a very talented actor and he never got the career that he deserved in terms of uh, the roles that Harrison Ford went on mm-hmm. to get because of he was so young and he got kind of typecast as oh, that yeah. Luke Skywalker. Uh, but he's very talented. So, yeah, just side note there, Mark Hamill, extremely talented actor. Absolutely. And my number one. Oh, man, I'm such a fan of this. Uh, and I'll never forget when I went, and I actually did get to see this in theaters. I was in college. Um, Christmas 2001, I get in line. I'd read the book. I wanted to see the movie, and it didn't disappoint. And it's one of my all-time favorites. The Lord of the Rings, yeah. The Fellowship of the Ring. 
I seriously thought about discussing that one, and then I was like, oh, Branch will take that one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, and for the people that, that know me, they're like, dude, how is Star Wars not your number one? Well, Star Wars is only number two because Fellowship of the Ring exists. You may not know this about me, but the Lord of the Rings are my all-time favorite movies. Better than Star Wars, better than Marvel. They are the top of the list. They are per three 10 out of 10s, one right after another. Uh, so Fellowship of the Ring, it's, it's, it's perfect. It's amazing. I love it. Well, and that is one of those movies where every element of that story is at the most elite, epic, like yep. everything's just all-encompassing. Like yes. It's a force. It's a force, and, and it's an emotional force. It's got humor. It's got drama. It's got fantasy elements. It's got action, and it's everything. And it's a wonderful adaptation of, of books, which we'll talk more about later. But the thing I love about those original Lord of the Rings movies is they had amazing visual effects, the special effects, the CGI and stuff. But they also had incredible practical effects. You had blacksmiths actually forging the swords that these actors used. You had armor, armorers actually forging the armor that they wore. It, this was not fake in any way. This was real. It Peter, felt real. Peter Jackson, wasn't it? Peter yeah, Jackson. Peter Jackson doesn't cut any corners. Oh, yeah. And they filmed it all in New Zealand. So, it, And New Zealand looks like what, when you read The Lord of the Rings, it looks like what you imagine in your head. Oh, yeah. So it just felt so real. It felt like, it, like this had happened in a corner of history. And somehow there were cameras that were recording it. That's what it felt like watching. And it's the one of the few really long movies mm -hmm. that doesn't feel long when yes. you're watching it. Yes, yes. All right, so there are those are our top three from each of us. Now, there are many great movies out there that fall into the category this this uh, for this episode that we could not, that we could easily see mm -hmm. appearing on either of our lists or on any listener's list. We love them as well, so... Even though they didn't appear on our list, we want to give them some love and give them some shout out. Here's some of the honorable mentions that miss our list but still deserve some recognition. You want to go first? You go first. Okay, I'll go first. I'll, 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 I've got a bunch here, so I'm going to list off about like three at a time. Okay, first off, I've got Jurassic Park. Oh, I didn't think about that one. Love it. Uh, the Terminator. Iconic. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. James Cameron's masterpiece there. Especially two. Yes. Now the second but one that's is not a, that's not a starter, the second but. one is superior to the first one in it my is. opinion. But the, it, it would be nothing without the first one. Here, here's one: The Matrix. That took Keanu Reeves to another level. It's one of my favorite movies. I was super excited for the second one because I love the first one so much, and Can't I was capture it, so let down. Yeah. I was so let down. That's one of those. It, it's like it's a lot like Ghostbusters. You can't capture yeah. the first one again. Yeah. All right. I'll let you go couple I was thinking of, and I'm going to go low-key. This is the dad in me saying this. Okay. The Sandlot. Oh, oh. They went yeah. on to make two terrible sequels yes, to that were. movie. Yes, they were. They were. But The Sandlot's a classic. It's a great movie. It's a great movie. It is. Um, oh, there's some that I want to touch on, but I know we're going to touch on next week, on next yeah. podcast. Yeah, so that's right. Go there. That's right, because we have a new oh, topic. Man. Jurassic Park, you stole that one. Right All right, so I, I've got a few. I've got a bunch here, because I've thought a lot about this. All right, so Jaws. Original. The original Jaws from the 70s. All right, how about this? Both Batman from 1989 with Michael mm -hmm. Keaton and Jack Nicholson, and then also Batman Begins. Those were two really good starts. Yes. Every other Batman movie, I feel like, misses the mark. 
Robert Pattinson's Batman. It's it good. May. I loved it. It might. Yeah. Affleck's Batman never really got the chance. Yeah, no. It, it was no. fighting uphill the whole time. That Michael Keaton first go round, man, nine, ten that years old. That thing oh, yeah. was that was a big deal. And yeah, Jack I, Nicholson. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. Oh, fantastic. But I'm not gonna lie, I remember sitting when I saw Batman Begins thinking, mm-hmm. wow, oh, dude, yeah. this was a lot better than I thought it was gonna oh, be. Oh yeah. I Superhero movies weren't good at that time. No, they, they had like, started they to get really bad and yeah. That brought it back. Oh, that one was good, too. All right, so what about Iron Man? Yeah, I knew that one was coming. It's so much better when you've seen the final, yeah. Yeah. like, storyline. I loved Iron Man. It got, it, I appreciate it more now because of the Marvel Cinematic Universe that came after. Absolutely. But, but it gets so much credit for kicking off the MCU. It's one of those rare, you don't know what you're watching when you see it. Like, yeah. it's good. Yeah. It's entertaining. But man, does that age well? Yes, it does. Oh, that movie ages. So Robert well. Downey Jr. Man, fantastic. All right, so here's some uh, some horror ones. Okay. Okay. So uh, Frankenstein from the 30s with Boris Karloff. Oh yeah. It started the Universal monster shared universe, which was really kind of the first cinematic universe in the 30s and 40s and 50s. That's a classic. You had Dracula and the Wolfman, all that, and the original Frankenstein is still scary to this day. It's terrifying. It is. Uh, Alien. Yeah, Sigourney uh, Weaver. Yep. Sigourney Weaver, Ridley Scott, Halloween. Yeah, the class. The first one's so much better than any of the other ones. And then it's pretty gory. And we think of it now, we think of the series as being hokey and cheesy and not really scary. But wait, that, wait, the, let me guess. Uh, the original was, was classic. Okay. Are you going to say Scream? No. I was going to say okay. Scream. That's I was exactly Same what I director, though. Wes Craven. Wes Craven. A Nightmare, Nightmare on Elm Street. Nightmare on Elm Street. That original Nightmare on Elm Street. Man, I had nightmares when I was a kid. I had oh, nightmares. Freddy Krueger scared me to death. Oh, man. Um, okay, so uh, now we go into the comedies. I've got, I consider this a comedy. This is an action-adventure comedy. Pirates of the Caribbean. First one, much yep. better than the rest of the series. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, National Lampoon's Vacation. Yeah. Although that's tough because Christmas Vacation falls in the middle. And does it belong there? Does it not belong there? That's yeah, tough. and then you had a couple vacation movies that weren't that great. Yeah, uh, but but the, that original one was good. Okay, so how about this? How about uh, Die Hard? One of my all-time favorite first one's movies. good. I had a. I, had I don't a hard know time. if it's my favorite one, but it's good. I oh, it's definitely my favorite. I love Die Hard. I like the one with was it the third one? Samuel Jackson. Samuel Jackson. With Jackson. Vengeance. Mm-hmm. That yep. one was good. Uh, Mission Impossible. Tom Cruise. I'm not gonna lie. A lot of people hated on the most recent mission impossible yeah, yeah i really liked it they're all good like except for the second one this, oh i the john woo one the john woo one is maybe one of the few movies i ever fell asleep in i almost walked out of it i remember falling asleep in college i was a college yeah. kid when yeah. I, saw it I, I try i i usually have a rule for myself that i don't walk out on a movie i don't give up on a movie I let it run let its it, course. Let it run its course. Let's give it. Let's give it its fair chance. But yeah, I almost walked that, out. Of that was bad, Tom. Uh, Toy Story. Yeah, that's it's tough. It's a classic. The third one's really good. Oh, the third one's the best one. Uh, my son, my my freshman son, will argue with me on that one. Ocean's Eleven. That one is by far the best one. The are we talking about the original one or are we talking about the I was, George I'm Clooney? I'm talking about George Clooney. The Brad George Pitt. Clooney one. That better. one's very good. Yeah. The first one's very good. Um, now, my our friend Taylor will mm-hmm. be mad at us if we leave this off. 
Harry Potter and yeah. the Sorcerer's Stone. Yeah, again, I'm I'm trying to avoid as many of the books as I can because yeah. I know it's coming up. But yes, and then last but not least, this is also technically based on a book, but it's more known for the movie Doctor No, which is the original James Bond movie. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sean Connery, 1962, I believe. Yeah. Uh, yep. So not the best James Bond movie, but but it started started the James Bond movie. I also yeah. thought of another comedy. I can't believe I'm going to say it. Meet the Parents. That's a good one. Remember the first one? Oh yeah, so good. It's it's hard to watch though because he it's, it's it's so uncomfortable. It's very cringy. It's very it The is. Office. It's very like it's hard. It, yeah, but it's it's good though. Ben Stiller. And I mean, Robert De Niro. Yeah. Going back to college, another one. American Pie. Oh yeah, Ooh. first American Pie. Like, I messed up when hilarious. I was. My brother, who is now obviously a grown man, has a family of his own, but he's six years younger than me. And so when I was in college, oh, you took him to go see that. I, I took him. He's like, "Hey, will bad. you take me to go see this?" Bad and I said, "Sure." And he was in middle school at the time. <laughs> I took him to go see I don't that. Know if I, I was, let my college kids see that movie. Oh, I was. That was an awkward car ride home. Yeah, that's a weird one. Yeah, that was that was awkward. <laughs> okay, all right. So well, that was fun. I'm glad we did this. Yes. Uh, go ahead and tell anybody what's on tap for our next episode. What we're looking at for our next episode, we will focus on the top film adaptation from literature and we will be bringing in a special guest gca high school literature teacher jana huber jana's fantastic she's the best i, I jana plays a role in the foundation of this podcast it I is think. it is one of the reasons we wanted uh her to be our first guest yes, yes. i definitely excited to talk to jana and also her take on literature is fantastic Oh, yeah. She's a fantastic teacher as well. well I think that's going to wrap up our first episode of A Teacher, A Dean, and Reviews from the Screen and the Middle School Hallways. Thanks for listening and be on the lookout for more information about the podcast as we start to figure this thing out a little bit. Absolutely. Thank you for listening to our first episode of the podcast. Look forward to getting more episodes out soon. And remember, every day or not, the choice is yours. I'm not going to lie. The middle school students told me I had to put that in there. That's I love that. I love that. We say it every day on announcements. All right. We'll catch you guys on the next one. Thanks for listening.